What's up, big bro? How you coming on? Oh, there we go. What's up, bro? What's going on? We got Tragedy the Boss back in the building, man. He back for a third time, man. How you been? Yeah, man. I'm blessed, man. How are you, brother? Been all right, man. Just working, man. What's going on, man? How you been? Yeah, man. Um, I finally, because I mean, <clears throat> the last two times we spoke, you know, I was over here talking about the album, and the album still hasn't fucking dropped. You know what I mean? But this time and shit, we actually got got a little a little movement going on and shit. We actually uh, put put the first single out. So other than that, I'm I'm very very excited about actually finally putting this motherfucking album out, bro. Yeah. When the, what what what's the first single? Shit, it's called uh, "What You Rap About." It's my, my homie Fudge Deuce and shit. Fudge out of Bompton. I mean Compton, but you know they they like to call it Bompton. So let's go with Bompton. Right. Right. Now, it, where is it at? Where can the people find it at? Then Apple Music, man. Well, what you rap about? Uh, Tragedy of the Boss featuring Fudge Deuce. First single off the album, Late Night Thuggin'. Late Night Thuggin' Volume 1, The Motherfucking Midnight Masquerade. Okay, now how many tracks you got on, on, the, on, the, uh, on the album? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with eight, because, I mean, I was trying to do a full-length album. Uh-huh. But I noticed that, you know, nowadays and shit, motherfuckers getting away with, like, a six-track album, like 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 um Kanye and shit, and Tiana, Tiana Taylor. They be doing, like, eight, eight, eight songs and shit. Yeah, everybody attention span is short. Yeah, for sure. You, you remember back in the days, it would be like 21 tracks and shit. Yes, yep, exactly. Now, who you, you know? got any special features on the album? Shit, man, I got, um, <clears throat> I, I got, I got to get the okay. I got, I definitely got to get the okay, but I got, um, I got some old, some, um, some unreleased, some unreleased material with, um, with Red Rum, you know, the late great, you know, Red Rum 781. I got to get permission from people first before I put that shit out. Right, 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 right. Rest in peace to Red Rum, man. Rest in peace to Red Rum, bro. I got his name tattooed on the back of my neck, shit, man. Because my arms, yeah, you already know, my arms are completely covered and shit. Right. Speaking of Red Rum, man, since we talking, Red Rum passed away, unfortunately, bro. Yeah, man. I'm sure, and I saw, I noticed that affected you, man. You went to the funeral. How was it? Man, yeah, I honestly got it. <clears throat> emotional. Wasn't it's not. It's like the understatement, man. I was completely destroyed man like mentally emotionally spiritually i was just like you know what i mean i actually when um we got there you know because I, I mean everybody has their own their own way of processing you know death <coughs> excuse me everybody has their own way of dealing with death you know they all either they go and smoke a blunt they might go and do some some fucked up shit to somebody if, if it's that if it's that kind of that kind of death you know to get their mind right but me personally i'm like I'm so used to burying homies and shit that got killed. And we already got that without saying much. We already got that mind state that we're going to take care of this shit for you, homie. That we're going to do this for you. But when someone dies of just a, a illness <clears throat> or unforeseen circumstances, like a car accident, right? what can you do? You know, the process, the, the processing is completely different. Right. So, you know I mean, um, I went and got myself a bottle of Hennessy. And I just try to numb myself. I was out there taking shots of Henny, like straight out the bottle, like taking shots. And a couple people up there that um that know me pretty well, they were on some shit like, damn, we gotta slow it down. You know what I mean? Like you gotta slow it down. <clears throat> we wasted, huh? Yeah, man. But we, we was out there <clears throat> probably about a good um maybe a good hour or so, mm -hmm. an hour or so before we actually um man, maybe a little longer before we actually made our way in. And once I'm making my way in. And I seen uh, you know, I seen his casket open and I got a small little glimpse of him mm -hmm. right away. Like, nah, I can't do this shit, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, can't, I can't do this. And uh, much love to my homie, the homie June Dog and shit and um, Bad Dada, 
bandana on the right. They're ones that actually kind of kind of had to had to put. Shout out to Bandana and shout out to June Dog, man. Yeah, shout out to both of them, but you know they're the ones <clears throat> they're the ones that actually had to, you know, had to push me to go and see them and shit. That broke down, you know. I mean, I, I ain't ashamed to say, it. you know, what I mean, I broke I broke down and it was just unbelievable. You know, what I mean, it was unbelievable. You know, because uh, all, all all the way all the way to his final days, me and him were in touch. You know, what I mean, uh, I know there was times where I could tell that he wasn't really in the mood of talking, and I told him like. Uh, if you don't, if you don't have, you don't mind, you don't even got to respond. I'm going to just check in with you. Like, you don't even got to respond. Said, I'm just checking in with you. You're like, yeah, I appreciate that little bro. So um, right. even right now, even right now, you know, I'm trying not to choke up and shit. Cause me and Red Run was, you know, we was, we was real tight. You know, we was real, real tight. Then. Right. There's a, there's a couple, I ain't going to say much about them, but there's a couple motherfuckers out there doing stupid ass fucking reels and doing fucking YouTube videos and shit. Talking about rum. Like, Oh, no one knew Red Rum like I knew Red Rum. They need to shut the fuck up. Like, seriously. Like, I'm not going to, we're not here to promote violence or promote negativity right now. Righteous. But everybody that fucking has something to say, oh, oh, me and Red Rum, like, fuck you. Simple as that. Like, you use a lying ass motherfucker. And <laughs> with that with that being said, rest in peace, Red Rum 781, Jermaine Carter, you know, a living legend. I said it, and I don't know if you see the Skip, Skip Town, Skip Town in. Shout out to Skip Townsend too. That's my boy. That's Skip. You know, uh, he he was able to. Um, he interviewed. He uh, he he let me. You know, say me make my say my piece on on his on his little video. Uh-huh. And like a video, you know, Ray Rum was a living legend while he was here, and he's an immortal legend now that he's no longer here in the flesh. Right. Know? Exactly, man. I, and that it's unfortunate because I was gonna go to the funeral, but I had to make sure I had COVID, man. I guess I came in contact with somebody, so he had his COVID. Shit. <laughs> And this shit ridiculous, bro. You was right though. Yeah, hell yeah, I didn't have it. Yeah, it was negative. I <laughs> like a long time ago, but not the last time around a funeral time. You feel me? Right. Like you know, I gotta wait till I get the test results back. So it's like shit. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. I couldn't make it. I wanted to go too though. R.I.P. the Red Run, man. Yeah. Shout out to June Dog Bandana and. Uh, well, I got I got I got the name in the back of my neck and shit because I always I was trying to figure out where to get it. Uh huh. <laughs> I even thought about getting it on my neck. But the homie was like, hey, Red Rum always had your back. Yeah. Get it on your back. So you put it on your back. Put it on my back. <coughs> oh, Excuse me. I got the, my throat. I don't know what the fuck it is. I, I ate some bootleg lemon pepper wings today. I hope you ain't got the Rona. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm telling I'm vaccinated, all that good shit. But even, even with the vaccination, motherfucker's still dying. Yeah. Hey, but speaking of what you was just saying, though, I did see a few posts. I don't know what post in particular you was referring to. We don't have to say nobody's name. Like, like you said, we're not here to promote no violence. But I did see a few. I did see a, a certain person make a mm-hmm. post about uh, red rum and all of the, you know, about what was done at his funeral. But I, but the person wasn't there. That I was, from what I know, from what I was told. Exactly what I'm talking about too. You know what I mean? So we're not. We're going. We're going to need that. We're going to let clowns be clowns and shit, because the real knows the real. Understood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Over, over rare rum, I'll catch any fucking fake. You know what I mean? Over over rare rum, anybody can get it, including including my people and shit. You know, anybody can get it over rare rum. Rare rum always new and shit. You know, we always, we wasn't in, in situations before where, I, mean, I don't give a fuck, you know, like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm, I'm going to thug it out with you. <laughs> exactly. You know, we'll talk about off air and shit, but there's been, there was plenty of situations where, we prove to each other, like, nah, 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 nah. You know what? I'm, I'm right here with you. Like, I'm here with you, and I'm leaving with you, and whatever happens, happens. Fuck it. We're going we gonna to go out together. Y'all got that respect. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. And um, you know, but the thing about the thing about it is like, you know what, um, with, with Red Rum, you know, I, I, he, I'm glad that he got he got his flowers while he was still be was still able to smell them. Right. You know, motherfuckers recognized him for who he was and what he could what, how he contributed to the culture. Whether you know what I mean, because uh let's keep it real, banging on wax was some hardcore fucking gangbang shit. Yes, it was. It's a classic too in the in the city of LA in the county. It's yeah. just a classic period in general, you know, when it comes to even because that was like they was doing that. That's similar to what the kids are doing in Chicago now. Mm-hmm. It that was the same thing, pretty much. Yeah. And they just diss, you know, all of the, the drill, they pretty much dissing all of their enemies and stuff like yeah. that. But they but, also had real music. They also had classic songs too, as well. So you know, it was hot. Cause, cause Py- Pyro love, no matter what, Pyro love is <clears throat> <it> fucking <laughs> the melody. Everything is just it's, it's a song that you can't hate on. You know, what I mean, it's one of those songs where their motherfuckers might not like it because they they dissing. You know, they're dissing the dissing the you know the the blue the blue rags, and they might be mentioning a neighborhood that they 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 might have a conflict with and shit or whatever. But at the end of the day. One song that you can't just you know fuck that song was garbage. Not nah. even the other one too. The the one by the Nationwide Red Riders that fucking Nationwide Red Riders. Yep, Bronco. Yeah, hard as shit. Is yeah. it not the low side because they slip in the slide? I'm, no, for me, I bust down my friend. What's up? Do the homies on the ten and the five? You know what I mean? Like, yep. Shout out to Bronco. <laughs> yeah. Now you yeah. Uh, now another question. I, I don't. Show, but I got you. I think he was he was out of town at the moment. But I, I'm pretty sure he would have been there for sure. Yeah. Now look, quick. Yeah. Shout out to Bronco. I know he would have. Yeah. Outside of uh, possibly the Red Run feature, what other features you got on the album? Shit, that's pretty much it, though, to be honest. So you can. Oh, um, my homeboy, um, my homie boy Rue, shit, Rue boy, the homie from um, from Carson, little young homie from Samoan homie from, from from Carson Scott Park. Mm-hmm. You know, I got I got him on that shit. And I got I got the the homie the little homie from uh from the eight oh five area he's out there from Boston Robles up north. Okay. Yeah, and he he got a cool little fan base already, you know a little Hispanic homie, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it, the, the the song is really his. You know he paid for the beat everything and shit, but um I'm a, I'm gonna have to get with him and see if we can fucking put that song you know put that shit on my album put that shit on his album because it's a, it's a cool little cool little club banger we've been talking about doing a video be a video for it but we just gotta get it get it right because you know the Rona's still around. Yeah, and that the other shit that um, what's the other shit? The other shit they just came out. Oh, the oh, oh Mari, the, the the quote unquote the Mario, whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that shit is? B two. Yeah, the B two K joint. It's something going yeah. on. A new one. Yeah, there's some other shit. There's some other shit that they love. I forgot what the fuck to call that shit. But um, you know, we just we just got we just got to get it right. But um, we that 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 album's definitely dropping. I ain't trying to put a date in no more because every time I had a date set, <clears throat> every time I had that uh, date set, yep. something happened. I mean, like this this last time and shit, I was going harder. You know, I got all the all the editing done <clears throat> for the for the for the documentary, uh-huh. and uh, I was ready to go. Right. And then ran away, and it was like the the shit was supposed to come out on my actual on my, on my actual birthday. That was gonna be like my little birthday present to myself, and it was supposed to be November on November twentieth, uh-huh. but you know. It, Passed away, unfortunately, on the on fucking October thirtieth. So that's one of the. I was like, nah, we we ain't we ain't doing this one. Actually, October October thirty first on Halloween. Oh, that was the date it was supposed to be released. 
It was actually supposed to be on uh, release on November November twentieth. You said um, as a birthday gift to yourself, right? Yeah, twentieth for you know. But then Red Run passed away like less than a month, you know, prior to that. So, you know, I just I just didn't feel right putting that shit out. You know what I mean? Like I'm over here, shout out, you know, rest in peace, Rum, everything. And then I got an album coming out too. So so yeah, it felt like it might have been marketing wise, it looks like a bad, you know, would have been a bad look, but. You use you basically to me, me personally. That's how I took it. I took it if I if I put the and I would feel like I'm using him to promote my own my own shit. You know what I mean? So I had to fall back on that a little bit. You know, but um, man, the funeral dude. Like honestly, that that, that funeral. Um, you know, I'm kind of jumping subjects, but that that funeral was something. <clears throat> that 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 funeral was definitely something different. You know, what I mean, it was. I've been a, I've been a million fucking gang funerals. Uh-huh. But that particular funeral was was different, you know, because I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but the homie had a blue and a blue and red a blue and red rag fucking casket. He sure did. Yeah. And he had the big Black Panther, the big ass Black Panther in the middle of the freaking um in the middle of right in the middle of his casket. Yes, he sure did. And they, and they ain't even put the homie in the ground; they put him in a mausoleum. You know oh, what I mean? So they put him in the wall. Yeah, he's on the wall. So I mean, he can't he can't be underground. You know what I mean? Right now, you now. How do you feel, man? Because Red Rum was another rapper, and I know in the latest news too, and you into rap as well. What's your take on people saying rapping is one of the most dangerous or the most dangerous job right now? Within we just lost Draco, the most recent, and then prior to that, we lost Slim Four Hundred. You know, two of the most recent rappers that we lost. Rest in peace to both of them. But what's your take on rap being the most dangerous job right now, man? Excuse me. <clears throat> Honest to God, you know, it, it, it's it's like the old saying. You know that you knew I knew the job was dangerous when I took it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that I feel like you know, I mean, there there's uh, when when it comes to actually being a rapper. Me personally, I'm not I'm not on that on that caliber yet, where I can actually say I'm like I'm a known figure in L.A. You know, I said uh, rap wise. Okay. But the thing is that when you're an artist or you're some or you're some sort of celebrity, a wealthy celebrity, you automatically become a target. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of you know these rappers, especially the ones that we we've lost recently, you know, to do the gun gun violence or gang violence. These dudes were already more than likely not disliked already, and now they got some money. You know, now they got some fame. Now they got jewels around their neck. Now the target in there on their back was already, you know, well, there was already a target in their back, but now that shit just grew to a massive size. Mm-hmm. That's one of them things where no matter what the fuck you do for the community, my motherfucker's gonna hate you regardless for for the for who you are or who you represent. <clears throat> and that's when you um a lot of the dudes and shit, I, I understand the need of keeping it real and shit. Cause me, I still I still interact with my people from in my neighborhood. I still go to my neighborhood, even when there's nothing to do, when there's nothing for me there. I still pull up. Right. And I, I understand that. You know, I understand like keeping keeping in touch with your community and your people. But at the same time, a motherfucker's not gonna try to get you, you know, try to try to get you in fucking Hollywood. They gonna they're gonna try to get you in your neighborhood. Uh-huh. Because in Hollywood, there's more than likely there's a slim chance that you're not gonna be able to get away with whatever the fuck you, you know you're trying to do to somebody. 
But it seemed like so they, they, cops they, are they're going anywhere. They don't care nowadays, man, because they they killed they stabbed Draco in the neck right there at a live concert of venue, bro. You know, very true. So, you gotta remember the age that we live in. <clears throat> we gotta remember the age that we're living in right now, where it's a mandatory fucking mask law, where you have to wear your mask. Correct. Like I guarantee you, once that because there's a there there's this it's the age of the of technology. I'm sure I'm sure there's at least three or four people walking around right now showing off their fucking cell phones and showing the showing the actual footage of him actually getting poked. So I mean, so eventually, um, there's some sort of footage in, on there. You can't. I didn't. I didn't see that particular, but they do have footage out there though. Yeah, I, I seen a little footage where he was already on the ground when they was working on him. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, me personally, I've been stabbed in the back. Like you know, I got I got stabbed in the back and. Um, you know, what I mean, that's not a good feeling. It doesn't, it doesn't feel good when the knife when the knife is in there, when the knife is out, when all the blood's leaking out, you're already starting to get dizzy and shit. And you start seeing homies that you not they're not supposed to you're not supposed to be seeing and shit. You know, damn well they dead, and you start seeing that like, what the fuck are you doing? You well, know, what I mean, that fucked up feeling. But <clears throat> I, I was saying all that to say this that you know, what I mean, like a motherfucker, people are always gonna hate on you, period. But once you become a celebrity, especially a rapper. You know, people are gonna hate you even more. Uh -huh. Even more. People talk about Nipsey, and I and I actually heard it firsthand. But people talk about Nipsey, and they praise him for what he was doing. But then you got somebody inside talking about he was only doing that shit for the six oaks. He was only doing that shit for Crenshaw. Oh, he was only a hater. yeah. He was only for neighborhood. You know what I mean? He wasn't doing that for anybody else but his people. Okay, no matter it doesn't matter. Right. He was using him as well to take care of his people. I'm, me personally. And I always took it like that when, when I get fucking, when, when I actually make some money, <clears throat> that, that little fucking park in my neighborhood on Normandy at 223rd, uh -huh. I'm going to go book that motherfucker. I'm going to put a new gym in that motherfucker. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm switch up the fucking the bleachers because they still got wooden bleachers. That's and, what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to... Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to do that shit for the other side. Right. Fuck them. All right. You know, let them take care of their, their, their people. I'm going to take care of mine. You go take care of yours. And, then, and that's what it is. Like, I'm not a fucking... I'm not Obama. I'm not. I'm not fucking. I don't. I'm not Biden, where I actually got the power to uplift the whole fucking city like a Flint, Michigan type shit. Right. Like I don't have that power. But if I had that power, of course I'm gonna do that shit. But the thing is that I'm from Torrance. Torrance is not a fucking poor city. You know, it's not. It's not one of them fucking. Uh, one of them fucking. Uh, like the like eighty percent fucking unemployment. Motherfucking Torrance is the wealthy city, and I always took it as let, let me let me get let me get some money. I'm, the only thing that I could really actually fix in my in my neighborhood is that fucking park where I used to fucking get my ball on and shit. Right. You know, that's what I can actually do for my people because a lot of the people in my neighborhood, there's gangbanging and shootings and drive-bys and fucking murders and drug use and shit. But at the end of the day, ain't nobody out there starving. Right. You know, motherfuckers got, got jobs. It's a, it's a middle-class, you know, middle-class neighborhood. So that park is the only thing that I could go and fix. Speaking and I'll, I'll... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you said, go ahead. I'll finish my statement. I said, um... What I what I was thinking is I'm not gonna go and give that fucking money to the city of Tars. I'm gonna personally go and get the fucking the, the basketball rim. Like I'm gonna be the one that's gonna get the contractors to come and fix the fucking gym floors up and bring the computers and all that type of shit. And motherfucker, I might fuck around and hire some overnight security to make sure motherfuckers don't break in my shit, you know, and fucking steal steal my people's computers. Uh -huh. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying that. And there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna hate on that. Like, oh yeah, he's on track, he's only taking care of Eastside Torrance. Yeah. I'm supposed to take care of the other guys? No. Right. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, right. motherfuckers going to, like, they're going to hate on that. 
they gonna hate on that shit. And they might come and fuck around and fuck up my fuck up the gym and shit, tag up the gym like they like the enemy norm normally does. And it's like, and not only I'm already very much disliked by a lot of people, and I know for a fact, because I mean I still fucking every so often I still face, you know, some day-to-day drama and shit when I'm by myself. And I'm pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure like the like the like the young dude say I've been caught lacking before. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure when I didn't I didn't see them. And the thing is that. I'm already, I already had a buzz once upon a time with the music shit. And once it said, once this record, I got faith in this record. You know what I mean? I got faith in it. And I got fucking, um, I got Ray Ron fucking executive producing the whole album from, you know, from with the man above. Uh-huh. So I, I got faith in this album and shit. And I already know people already don't like me. And now when the album drops, they're going to definitely hate me with a passion. Like, oh, now we really got to get this motherfucker. Because <clears throat> there's 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 maybe two or three rappers out there. They already got like 60, 70,000 fucking followers. They straight fucking diss me on their fucking records. Straight fucking diss me, talking shit, talking about fuck me and my dad and homies. They check my G card. I ain't done shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. bang, like bang. Shit, I'll send you. I can I can send you the links. And shit. And the funny thing about it, one of them, he was fucking with Nipsey. You know, he was fucking with a lot of you know. Uh, he was fucking with Yo Gotti, I think it was. But he was fucking. But he still took time out of his fucking you know out of his lifestyle. To diss me, uh-huh. and instead, instead of getting mad about it, I'm like, damn, this your hard as fuck. Because you know what I mean. Even if you dislike somebody, you gonna give them his props. I'm thinking this dude is. Do you damn, know personally? <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you know the guy, the dudes personally that dissed you? Personally, personally. Okay. You know what I mean? That stab wound in my back. You know what I mean? That fucking actual stuff, puncture wound in my back and shit. That was from them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, they they took they took it upon themselves to go ahead and diss me on this shit because they know I'm I'm I'm, I'm rapping you know what I mean I've been rapping and instead of getting mad I'm thinking like this shit hard as fuck okay. this is dope don't, don't say the name on camera just send me the link off camera yeah yeah I, I ain't giving them fools no shine just like they they giving me shine because eventually somebody's gonna fucking who the fuck is this fucking guy they rap like, he can't be no regular rapper like he can't be no regular dude like you know what I mean these fucking fools got got money. They talking. They ain't talking about no broke dude. They talking. They, he, they gotta be talking about somebody. Let me let me let me Google the tragedy real quick. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what I mean. <clears throat> All publicity is good publicity. I appreciate that, homies. Like you know exactly who you are. I appreciate that. Thank you. Have, I keep on. Have you dropped a diss track back? Nah. Oh. Nah. We seen each other. You know what I mean. We 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 seen we seen each other. And um, yeah, we leave it as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we leave we leave it as that. Okay. You know, and just by the grace of God, but and this before my child, you know, was was even even conceived, mm-hmm. and uh, we seen each other. Luckily, by the grace of God, I was by myself, and that particular dude happened to be by himself. Mm. I mean, so when when we seen each other, it wasn't even like a hey motherfucker, you diss me on the song. It was more like, you know what time it is, homie? Come on, hey, come outside, it's come outside. You know what I mean? It was like, nah, nah, you know, the, the people inside the store were like, nah, chill, chill. Like, nah, 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 nah. Me and him got to talk. Like, we got we to gotta go talk, right, homie. You go call your people. I'm going to call my people. My people going to get here faster. Let's go. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, you know I, I handle my shit. You know what I mean? But after that, a couple of another track came out talking about I got beat up. Stop it. Oh, well. <laughs> so let me ask you this, man, because like earlier, you was basically pointing out you know how uh Torrance is not pretty it's not one of the most poorest you know cities and the employment rate is pretty high right so it's kind of like a middle class neighborhood 
What do you think makes a kid join a gang in a neighborhood like that? As a guy, I, I I really think that it's like when when you're really lacking love at home, mm-hmm. I, that's the lure right there. That's the perfect word, the lure right there. Because um, and I think we spoke about this when when I went up to a room and bandana to your spot. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I ha- I have both parents, right? Right. My father, you know, God bless him. He wasn't a, he wasn't a loving father, at least towards me. He was more loving towards my sister than I than, than to me. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with him, <clears throat> he wasn't the kind of type of the type of father to go and fucking hey, I'm going to the store, come with me. You know, hey, this weekend you're gonna come work with me, or you know, kick the ball around with me, or come and watch TV with me. Mm-hmm. You know, for that, he wouldn't sit down and do the home homework with me, none of that shit. Mm-hmm. And as as I got older, and I started really kind of like started realizing what was going on outside my window, and then every single homie that I had had brothers or had cousins that were from the neighborhood, and I'm hanging out with them. And those same people, those same guys were the ones that were like, here comes the ice cream, man. Hey, what you guys want? You know what I mean? Come on, come on, what you want? And I'll be right there still standing there. Like, no, come here, you too, come here. What do you want? And I'm thinking like a dollar fucking ice cream was the most expensive thing in the world. And shit, I'm thinking about, I'm looking at the 25 cent fucking rainbow pops. Mm. This, I'll go grab that dollar fucking, that dollar motherfucking Spider-Man fucking joint. <coughs> Excuse me. You know what I mean? Like they're offering that, you know, I'm thinking in my head, like, man, this dude is cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It started from being cool to actually trying to be part of, you know, be down with them to actually wanting to be down with them to actually wanting to impress them. You know what I mean? Oh. And, one, and once it once it got to that point, that's when it was like, all right, motherfucker, come here, come here. You know what I mean? Like we got one, we got one. You know what I mean? And the early recruits and shit, you know, motherfuckers you know, it's basically recruiting, you know, but then these dudes weren't telling me like, look, if you come and hang with us, you're going to have all the flyest cars. You're going to have all the fucking flyest girls. You're going to be making money. It wasn't none of that. It was what my dad isn't. They are, you know what I mean? Like these guys are, are what my, I wish my dad would be. And I said, and I think I said that, you know, when we did that interview, right. The whole time I had a man at the house. I, I had a real fucking man at the house. that was really getting it from the bud. Uh-huh. That wasn't what was impressing me. What was impressing me was the dudes, because if that's one of the fucking little bla- little Chevy Blazers with cracking, and like the fucking Nissan Pathfinders and the fucking Forerunners on shit, these motherfuckers had all that shit. The, the, the Honda Civics, you know what I mean? They they had that, and I'm looking at that like that's the fucking flyest shit in the world. But these fools are, they're fucking drug, they're fucking killing people, they're selling drugs and shit. But to me, that was the coolest thing in the world. And you're not even knowing that this whole time what your father was doing was really way cooler than what they was doing, man. Because what they were doing this, is a type of trouble. Yeah, because this dude was getting literally getting it from the fucking mud. Like literally getting it from the mud. You know, my dad the worst construction. And this dude was literally building fucking houses and shit. This was building shit, but building nothing but you know chaos and destruction that was being inherited by us, you know, uh, uh, like the youth. And I, and I think that, that that's the reason why a lot of, you know, some people are just stupid. You know, some people just want to be part of that shit, you know, like that little fucking idiot white kid from uh, from Palos Verdes that joined in the rolling 90s. Right. Yeah, that was, yeah, that he just was just a badass kid that, yeah. and I don't know how the hell he got off. That was ridiculous. 
Because guarantee us, we would have life without parole. We would have had life. Everybody on the case that was in the car with him got life except him. What type and of got off? That's he, he, and, and the motherfucker did. They did a drive by in, in his fucking E class bands and shit. And he and the reported him fucking tearing down the fucking the candlelight, the, the little candlelight mural they have for the dude. Fuck ass need to be right in jail with everybody else. And that, that motherfucker right now chilling. I live in San I, I live in San Pedro. Mm. Motherfucker this is down the street. You right. know what I mean? This motherfucker chilling right now, watching the 150-inch TV, you know, overlooking the ocean. Hey, so let me ask you, Trash, what because yeah. I know you you know. <laughs> You know, your childhood and what you've been through and just living growing up in Torrance and well, you know, with all the situations you was going through. Do yeah. you, do you, how do you implement that in your music? Do you got any songs on the album that's talking about any of these situations? That, that's the one that I'm uh to be honest, that that's I put it in one song, and that's the reason that um that the album has been delayed as much as it has been, because that song I actually poured my whole fucking I, pour, I think I poured my whole soul into that shit because it was really like, can I, can I, can I, can I rap it for you? Go ahead. <clears throat> the, the song is fucking called, um, what the fuck did I call it? I think it's it supposed to be called Coasting. But I said, um, the Midnight Masquerade, all black attire, blend with the shadows, handy bottle, Clifford with hollows, dodging and coppers, helicopters, kept on my mama, block full of problems, motherfuckers. Don't, know, don't want no problems. My goons will pop you, keep them choppers. Cock back and ready, stay heated heavy, just like crazy. Going right and dirty in a gray Chevy, my click stays ready. We never gotta get ready. And I'm still blamed for crimes committed by my set daily. The hood took me under, like seeing Dub back in the 90s, burden on my mother. Had to come find me in a black nightly. No love for my father, never loved me. I never loved him. Beatings made me stronger. Heart in my heart, like Project Concrete. Serial fucks given. In God's book, I'm unforgiven. I continue sinning, stuck in this life of set tripping. Fast cars and fast women, shootouts and gang killings. Jump out and handle business, double back and slay the witness. I'm still thugging. You know, that's uh, you know, that's verse one and shit. And huh? when, when I said that shit, I was burning, I burdened on my mother. Uh-huh. I had to come find me in the black nightly, no love for my father, never loved me. I never loved him. You know, when I said that shit, I was I, I was looking at the pen on the paper, like, I, I, I shouldn't say that. You know what I mean? But I kept going back. That's reality. I was a burden on my mother, and I always felt like my I was never loved, I was never loved by my father. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. And everything, because it was like, my mom was getting, being kept up by the helicopters on the nightly. Your motherfucker was getting shot. You know, oh, we heard gunshots down the street. Where's your son? I don't know where he's at. Let me go find him. My mom would literally walk her old ass outside with my sister trying to find me, literally walking around the neighborhood trying to find me. Damn. And my homies, my homies and shit, at a point it was embarrassing. Mm. But my whole so like understanding about the love of a mother. And I'm just going to go ahead and go home, dude. Like, and don't, don't, have, don't have your mom out here right now, dog. It's just, it's, 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 yeah, after what while, your homies got to see, bro. You need to go in the house. You got your mama walking out here, man. Yeah. What you doing? You know, I, I take off and be like, you know, I'll, I'll be back a little later. Yeah, come back a little later, homie. But just go ahead and get, get your mom out of here. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Right. You know, my, my mom see me get busted. At. You know what I mean? My, my mom literally saw me get busted. At. And my mom, instead of running away, she ran towards me. <clears throat> you know what I mean? That's the kind of shit that, that my mom had to go through. And matter of fact, my mom just had, had, just had heart surgery today. Oh damn! You know, I pray for it, bro. Thank you, brother. But you know, and uh, it was a five-hour uh, five-hour procedure, and I couldn't I couldn't be there because you know, for one, I missed a couple of days like last week from work, and uh, on top of that, you know, that you can only have uh, so many people at the hospital and shit, you know, at that time because of the whole COVID situation. So, luckily, you know, she had my sisters there with her, so you know, I'm I'm, bl- I'm blessed, and um, she's blessed, you know, to still be here, and she, the the procedure went perfect, so right. she, you know, she 
pray a little bit. And that's that's another Christmas present for her from God. So you know, another 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 lease on life. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta go see her ASAP. I'm sure she wanna see her. Yeah, yeah I saw her on Saturday for a little bit, and she was telling me this shit that like I don't know if I'm gonna survive this one. May survive so much shit already, but knock it off. But it's just another another speed bump. You know, you know, you're gonna recover through this shit, and we won't keep going. Cause my mom, my mom's gonna be 69 next year, so she's already feeling like, like she out, she's she already lived too long. You know what I mean? That's how she feels. Like man, I already, I think I already did everything I had to do. It's like nah, you still gotta watch my daughter grow up, and you gotta watch her kids have kids. You know, you gotta have, you gotta see her have kids. She feel like she got. Well, she knows she said <laughs> she have more days behind her than what she do ahead of her. Exactly. Yeah, understood, and that's the hard part about life. I guess we are the children. We have to start accepting that as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But it seems like society is so messed up, man. Where we come from, the places we live, it seems like we so used to us and the, the youth being gone, killed before our parents go, you know? Burying their children before they, you know, instead of children burying their parents. Exactly. So it's a whole, the roles have switched. This shit is this all ridiculous, man. What you know what I mean? What you think about the crime that's been going on in 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 LA lately? Because they they feel like uh, they saying what it was a guy that got on the news and said I'm not sure exactly who he was, but long story short, they saying LA is not a safe place and he can't yeah get can't protect. What's your take <clears throat> on that, man? I think it's very accurate, man. Like to be honest, and uh, you know what the crazy shit about it, and kind of going back to Draco and um, and Slim Four Hundred. Well, not really Slim. Cause you know, I I had a chance to um to get to know Slim personally, and he was a clown, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. No, they he, was, he was funny for real. I never met him. They said he was really funny. He was a, he was a jokester. Yeah, and he kept all that He said, "Say you know," he said he said serious and shit. And he made a couple little <clears throat> little Mexican jokes here and there, mm. and I had to kind of had to take it with a grain of salt because I, I I know their I know the the get down you know his neighborhood with the essay neighborhoods that surround him. Mm. But you know what I mean? So I had to just kind of suck it up. But at the end of the day, it was nothing disrespectful to the point where, hey, homie, better chill out. You know, know me like, you know what I mean? But I got, I got to know him a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and a couple of mutual friends. And um, he was a good dude. He was a funny guy. You know, God bless him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, Draco, you know, um, Draco's another person that I met briefly. I had no relationship with him, you know, no, no rapport with him. I didn't like him or dislike him. <clears throat> I knew some of the people that he rolled with, you know, that I knew him real good and we were actually good friends. And they used to tell me about him before he really blew up. And then he came out with that song with Drake. <clears throat> Sorry, man, I got this thing in my fucking throat. I don't know what the fuck it is, dude. Man, but it's right here. I feel it right here. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I swallowed a bone or I don't know what the hell. Hope you did, man. Go get you some water or something, man. Hope you ain't got that road now. I don't know what it is, but I, I got it right. I feel that shit right here. I'll drink you some water with lemons. Yeah, but I ain't shit. I ain't got no man. I'm, I'm Mexican as fuck, and I ain't got no lemons. No limon. Only more Yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm saying um, Draco. You know, like we the, the mutual acquaintance that we had. You know, they would tell me about him. Like, hey, you should do a song with the homie. You should do a song with the homie. He's coming up. He's coming up. And I never really heard his shit until he did the song with Drake. Damn. And that's- For real. Oh man, Draco been Draco that that he been putting in work for a long time, bro. He was really before he went to jail, bro. He was 
I can't take I can't take nothing from him, man. When it comes to the younger that around that time he came out with that younger crowd that was around him, he was yeah. the spearhead. He was the one. <laughs> it was a few other, but Draco was he was the one. So I can't take that from him. But you know, he ended up catching that case and he went to jail for for some. Yeah. Years, and then he came back home. Yeah, but um, afterwards, you know, some of the. Some of like my some of my personal homies outside of the little crowd that kind of ran with him. Oh. I mean, they had a lot to say about him because there it was a certain incident, you know, that happened. You know, somebody lost their life and they they pinned it on him and his people. Right. You talking about the court case? Yeah. And we won't get into details. No, we won't get into detail with that one. Mm-hmm. You know, the respect for all both parties. Exactly. You know, um, those that don't know, those that don't know, don't need to know. Exactly. But the situation they had going on. If I ever wanted to kind of like do a song with them, it would put me in the in the fucked up situation with the other people. Not necessarily that I cared if they were gonna fuck with me regardless. Cause it wasn't like, oh, if you go fuck with him, Dre ain't gonna fuck with you. It was it's not like I wouldn't give a fuck. Dre's Dre. Uh-huh. These particular people, because these are the people that I'm around a lot, and these are the people that I network with, and these are the people that got me on shows and got me on features and shit that actually got a little money in my pocket off of rapping. And just that I know that they were there for me on some personal shit, I couldn't do it to them and do it to myself. You know, because now, I mean, if I come around, my fucking around and get jumped, you know, because politics are politics, period. And whether we like it or not, you know, we got to follow protocol. It is what it is. Especially me being Hispanic, being Mexican, uh-huh. and being middle. Because Draco was a crip, no matter what. <clears throat> whether he was from a gang or not. Well, see, that's the thing. Draco wasn't a crip, though. He wasn't from, he wasn't from a gang. So he was a thing, but the people that he ran with were all they were all connected with the Crips. But but see, but but see, in, in, in his defense, how do you grow up in LA and not be connected to nobody from a gang? That ain't possible. <clears throat> look at Kendrick. Kendrick is, you know, good kid man city, but at the other day, you look you look at Drake as, as at Kendrick as a black. And he so that's what I'm saying. So how do you like, especially growing up in our time, bro, there's no yeah. way. How was there ever a way to where we was able to grow up and not know a gang member, bro? Even the ladies at church know the gang. Every, like, it was so prominent, so many gangs in L.A. How do we not know that? How do you not? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's hard for us to navigate without it. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't live in, you know what I'm saying? It's gangs everywhere where we come from. Listen to Draco though. Draco was was spitting some crip shit. No, but he never said cuz or crip or he didn't need to say it though. He huh? didn't need to say it. He didn't need to say it. But he wasn't a crip. <laughs> he, was a, no. he was a crip. Maybe not by by you know by choice of words that he used. He may have been affiliated or he knew crips, but even everybody from his clique wasn't even a crip. They had but, a, they had a blow from his from his clique. All right, all right, you, you got a point. But what, what does it make you, and what, what is the world going to look at you as if you have a song dissing bloods? You're guilty by association, in other words. So now you're a crip, whether you like it or not. You're a crip. You grew up in, you grew up in Watts. So, it, 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 it's because it, he, I know he was on the west side of L.A. He was over there, and, um, yeah, he was on the west side. But he was on the hunt. He was on the hunt. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, God, God, you know, it's fucked up when anybody fucking that talented dies. It's fucked up, period. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, 
You got, you got to think about it. Every single rapper, did you get a chance to listen to my um, listen to my single? Yep. Or when I said all that net banging is a big no no, I thought you learned from the mistakes of Little Jojo. You ever Little Jojo? Yeah. Well, why did he die? I mean, listen. This, this, I mean, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Speaking on that, right? Let's answer that question first. Why did he die? I'm gonna tell you. I don't. <laughs> I can't tell you. I don't think me personally, bro, because I don't game right. I don't think somebody words deserve you to be killed. Now That's I correct. can see how words can affect a person to make them mad and want to slap somebody, beat somebody ass, knock somebody out, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I don't know what JoJo did personally, but all what? I know is he made a diss song. But y'all, somebody got that mad to the point where you want to kill him over his words, and that's the part why, that's crazy. Why? Why did Jesus Christ get crucified? I mean, I'm just saying. So, I, so, so I guess words are more powerful <clears throat> than what we know. The thing is that the 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 that old saying that the the pen the pen is mightier than the sword. I guess that's true, huh? Very true, because at the end of the day, from my understanding, for the little documentaries that I've seen on Lil JoJo, because there's, there's this page, Chicago 80, I think it's called, but they go into detail about some of these rappers, I mean, some of these dudes that the rapper, that Chicago rappers were rapping about. <clears throat> like T-Roy that uh, that King Von used to always rap about. They just did a whole documentary, you know, whole hour and a half, and all these dudes was fucking little young boys, but they were fucking hardcore certified killers. And from the documentary, they had about Lil Jojo because Lil Jojo was pretty much what set off the whole fucking Chicago fucking frenzy because that the, he was post uh, actually a little bit before uh, before Chief Keith. <clears throat> but uh, long story short, from the little documentary that I've seen, the dudes that, that did that shit to Lil Jojo, they passed up a whole gang of people they could have easily shot at. They could have easily killed a whole bad bunch of people. I'm in the in the process of trying to find this kid, but they actually took their time to find him. When they found him, they did him. So that goes to show you that at that point in time in life and shit, the fucking pen was more mighty than the sword and shit. It wasn't what these dudes did because I'm pretty sure these dudes probably, probably smoked somebody. Lil Joe just a little fucking rapper. But I but I thought that I I I, I <clears> was <throat> the impression that the reason why they targeted him too was also he had issues outside of the rap, but. He put his location on Twitter. I was I, I was under the impression. So well, he's, of course, so of course your enemy's gonna see. Oh, he put it on Twitter. Let's go get him. Because I feel like this, bro. It gotta be more than just words. <clears throat> why some of these people, you know what I'm saying? Certain things happen. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because it, it got yeah. it, it gotta be. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely more 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 serious than than what it, than what we're led to believe. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, if you got a whole fucking song, you know, dissing the enemy, and this shit guy went fucking viral, and then on top of that, you're making videos of you rolling up on people talking about, you a bitch, nigga, you a bitch. You think a motherfucker ain't going to come and see you for that? You know I mean? That, that doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, that you, yeah, you but really... See, that, but that's more in real life, though. That's <laughs> so when he did that video, that's more of a real life situation <laughs> as opposed to... A, a a diss song, or you know what I'm saying? What? Why did um all of a sudden? F F F E G Duck, which actually was a pretty pretty good rapper. Yep. You know, got. Shout oh, out but, to R. P. Duck, R. P. Jojo. 
He did R. that song. All those rappers that lost their life. R.P. King Von, R.P. All of them. He did that song dissing, you know what I mean? Talking about dead bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, he's over here dissing all the enemies. Talking about he normally doesn't diss dead, but this shit, fuck this and fuck him and fuck him and fuck him and fuck him. And then a couple, a couple days later, he got killed. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I understand what you're saying. That words shouldn't be enough to get you killed. Because I know people that got killed over pillow talking. Right. You know, I got, I got, I, I had a, I had a homie that got killed in, in front of his house because he fucking said the wrong thing to the wrong person about, oh yeah, that guy right there, he's the one, and blah blah blah. It turned out the dude happened to be somebody that was going to the police academy and might have said something to some the wrong person, and next thing you know, person that that person's going to jail and the homie gets killed. Right. <clears throat> My question, so I always question, like, for me, bro, like, even with, since you brought up the duck situation, and I question, yeah. like, did, like, did, like, the people that's supposedly on trial, you know, the people that's on trial for the, his murder or whatever, yeah. did he personally do anything to y'all? Like, did he harm you? Did he harm your family? Did he harm your brother, your sister, your mama? <clears throat> What's, what, what, I, you know what I'm saying? It goes back to what I was saying earlier. If a motherfucker already disliked you before the before you were wealthy and had some money, and you already had a target in your back just due to your affiliation, due to your tattoos, due to the people you hang with, and now you're wealthy, now you got some money, now you got some chains and shit, now you're a bigger fucking target. So maybe not, maybe necessarily, maybe FBG, because a lot of these dudes, a lot of these rappers are not killers. You know what I mean? A lot of these rappers are not even gangbangers. They're not, they're not actual official gang members. Like the Darrow story, the majority of the rappers weren't gangbangers. The ones that worked security, though, you know what I mean? They were the ones. Right. <clears throat> but the shit is that maybe, maybe FBG, maybe Duck didn't do anything in particular to anybody from the other side. But at the end of the day, like I said, he was a well-known figure in the city. This dude got hella money now. He signed a, ma- a major record deal. His play, his, his YouTube video plays are bananas and shit. So with his fucking streams. Mm-hmm. Fuck this fool. Let's go get him. Let's right. go get him. You know what I mean? It, it's one of them things. Like I, like I said earlier, like me, like I said, like about my personally about myself. I, I move, I move accordingly nowadays because I'm a father. Mm-hmm. And the time when I go out, I got my daughter with me. You know what I mean? So I have to fucking, I still, you know what I mean? Like I still stay protected for her sake, for her sake. <clears throat> I'll go do that time to make sure that me and her get home safely. Fuck it, I'll go. I'll, I'll do that time. But I the thing is. How much of the politics do you does because I know some the politics are different when it comes to Hispanic and then you know the, the Hispanics politic different than the blacks politic. Now do how much of the politics play a part in you and your rap career? Because let's say if you get a hit single tomorrow, is it is it really true that basically in California, bro, once you pretty much join a gang, you can never let it go. It's over with you stuck for life. How very do you true. Get underneath the politics, how do you get away from that? It's it's very true because I mean I, I actually have to tell um I told Bandana before <clears throat> that he has to keep in mind that you know he has to keep in mind that he might he might be doing positive things, but motherfuckers gonna remember him as fucking Fruit Town. You know he always gonna remember him for his gang affiliation. Right. You know what I mean? And me personally too. Like when the politics come into play. 
because the majority of the time and shit, like there, there was a particular rapper from my neighborhood that never really made it, but he was fucking with DJ Who Kid, and you know he was he was doing you know he was doing some some good things. He was from your neighborhood. What was his name? Uh, his his name's Seven. Seven. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he, yeah, he had a record label called Hellify Records. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, you ever heard of that rapper Slow Pain? Slow Pain? I don't think so. He was like a classic rapper who, and I don't know if you remember that Duck Records back in the days. They had they had Frank B, the one that had that song, Looking for a Feel Me Honey Now. You know, remember that shit? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's possible, bro. I may have heard it, man. And they, they had they had Lighter Shade of Brown. They had they had uh, Kid Frost. They had they had a lot of people with them on that label on Duck Records. Yeah, I know Kid Frost for sure. So, um, but this cat, you know, he he was from um, he's over there from the neighborhood. You know, what I mean, he, he I didn't really have a personal relationship with him. But um, he was a rapper out the neighborhood. Okay. And he did his shit. <clears throat> you know, he he had a nice little buzz. He was producing for people and shit like that. I forgot what the fuck I was trying to say. I had a point. I don't even. Remember, I don't even remember why I brought him up. Because I was I was asking you, how do you navigate? You know, dealing with the politics and possibly oh, throwing up. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like you saying. Can't I? I basically asked you. You can never retire from this. Like, how do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, but um, yes. Now that we're back on track, the reason why I brought him up is because he had a he had a record label. Uh-huh. He had or you know, you could actually go when Sam Goody was still around Tower Records. You yeah. know, was still when Best Buy was still selling CDs. Uh-huh. You could go, go and purchase his his CD. Warehouse, yeah. The warehouse, uh, warehouse records. Yep. <laughs> uh, Fye, remember Fye? Yep, and you had VIP records in Long Beach. Yeah, for a while too. Yeah. But uh, this, you know, this dude actually had had a platform for uh-huh. before iTunes and all that type of shit. So when uh, I was rapping, and motherfuckers knew I, I, I was rapping, and I had I had some quote unquote bars or talent. He never fucked with me, maybe because I was maybe too young, or maybe I was too reckless. Oh, I wasn't dope enough. Whatever the fuck the case was, he didn't fuck with me. But the black homies, and I don't mean to fucking profile, you know, my, my homies and shit, but my actual fucking, my, my brothers, uh-huh. these dudes took their chance on me, you know, took an opportunity with me. They 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 brought me on board. They embraced me. They didn't embrace me as a Mexican. They embraced me as a fucking good artist, as a good rapper. And then and then the friendship was built. Uh-huh. Started as business. They're willing, to, they're willing to sit down with me and work with me. And then it turned into, hey, we're having a barbecue. You want to come through? You know what I mean? So I, I have plenty of people. I have plenty of fucking people fucking, you know, talk shit either per- face-to-face or fucking say some slick shit on, on the internet or say some slick shit to other people about me. Talking about that fool's a fucking N-word lover. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what he wants to be. That's who he wants to be. But at the end of the day, the couple people that actually had had the resources to actually help me, never did. The ones that were from different neighborhoods and shit, and actually different fucking skin color, they took a chance on me. Maybe at first it was just a business move. I'm gonna make some money off of this fucking kid, and then it turned to a fucking. I like this kid. Into you know, a. You know what's so funny in your defense? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I gotta but, say, bro, because you know I met you in person, bro. So outside of this internet stuff. In your defense, bro, I I've met certain people of all walk. I've met a lot of people of all walks of life. Some yeah. you get that vibe. It's like, uh, why are you talking like that? Why are you, you know? It's like you trying to put on extra. It's like you, you right. 
you were trying to act black on purpose. Now, meeting you, bro, you don't even act a certain way. You are you are who you are. You are you who you are. You are, and you, I don't think they understand, bro, that I think you just genuinely mess with people who rock with you. You don't come, you you have never once, bro. You don't be, you've never once in my presence or on interview, you don't put down your people, none of the above. You still proud to be who you are, but you just yeah. you, you friends with who you friends with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the vibe that I come from you off, off the rip. It's genuine. You are who you are, bro. You never try to seem like you try to be nothing that you are. You all who you are, bro. I, 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 I appreciate that. I mean, that, that's, that's, I, I take that. And I, I take it to the art. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And um, and one of my really old songs and shit, and I might put that shit out on the prequel, on the prequel album. But I said it in one of my songs and shit that I said, so what if I'm the only Mexican in the camp? Rather do my bitch with blacks than browns that can't rap. Never once. Hold on, what did I say? Oh, I, shit. I said, uh, so, what if, what, so what if I'm the only Mexican in the camp? Rather do my bitch with blacks than browns that can't rap. Never once have I tried to be something that I'm not. Don't be mad because I'm just hot and you fucking clowns are whack. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I, said, I said that about fucking 12 years ago. And I might, I might, I might put that shit out. You gon' yeah, you gon' <laughs> I said, I'm not your average every day, motherfucker. I'm a hustler. I hang with the real never but busters, full-blooded Mexican, Aztec warrior. I forgot, I forgot exactly how I did it this shit, but I, I made it clear on that motherfucker. Like, motherfucker, what if I what if I'm the only Mexican in the camp? Right. Because and, I, and I, I'll mention them now because um, and that goes to show you on Ray Rum um to this day. And I'm not I because really, every time I think about Ray Rum, I get emotional. Mm-hmm. Because I, I love them, you know, I love them as a brother. I, I, I don't have no brothers. I love them as a brother. Mm-hmm. But Red Rum, even after death, and I don't like saying death, even after his transition mm-hmm. to the, the, the next fucking level of existence, mm-hmm. the, the immortal level, this dude is still up there maneuvering shit for me. Mm-hmm. Because the day, the day of the funeral, there were certain people that I had issues with that I ended up making peace with that day. Damn, that's a good thing. Bosco. You know what I mean? I, I had a couple words to say about him before, whether they were wrong or they were right. When we seen each other, my first reaction was like, friend or foe, Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when we see each other, tragedy, Bosco, what's up? Gave each other a hug and shit, you know what I mean? I even told them, I wish I would have fucking seen you in a, under different circumstances on me, but I'm happy to see you. Shout out to Bosco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy. shout out to Bosco. Like, I'm, happy to, oh, I'm happy to see you too, bro. Like, damn, you gain some, everybody when they see me, they see me now, it's before then. Damn, you gain some weight, bro. You gain some fucking weight, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you look healthy, you must got yourself a high now, huh? You know? <laughs> that's, that's everybody's fucking words to me, because I gain a lot of weight, you yeah. know what I mean? And, you know, we took pictures together. I don't know if you saw, you got a chance to see them. We we took pictures. I was saying you seen you seen Bandana over there. Yeah, I Go. seen I seen all y'all on the pictures. Yeah. He went over there, Bandana and shit, and then he he we Bandana did a little video. Yeah, rapping it was us. You know, he made it. He made, he he actually acknowledged, and that's what I always wanted from him. <clears throat> that's what I always wanted from him. Mm-hmm. The acknowledgement that Ray Rum and us and shit, you know, what I mean, were a part of his his upbringing. As a, I'm gonna say, and it's and it's sensation because he did that on his own. Mm-hmm. But as far as initial exposure, you know, we we were the ones that helped him out. He acknowledged it. And I appreciate him for that. And I mean, any I never had ill feelings towards him, but I just had a little bit of uh now you have to acknowledge the real. 
You know what I mean? We're the ones that really, that, that helped you out. You know, I, I was able to clear the air with them. That's what it's all about, man. It's yeah. all about, like you were saying earlier, it's not about, you know, the the, 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 the beefing and all of that. It's all about, right. you know, if it's not that serious, man, if we can come together yeah. and have a conversation, <laughs> something simple, we can talk about it. As a conversation. All it takes that communication. All it takes really is communication. And this other cat, and I mentioned him too, you know, uh, he, ha he has a good podcast as well called the G Connect, the G Connection. What's his, uh, name? His, his name is Bill Blast. He, he goes by G2Bs. And he, he Blast is from, yeah. um, from the east side? Yeah, he's on Villains. He's from Villains. Okay, yeah, he's I heard of Bill Blast for sure. Uh -huh. He's a blessed on Villains. And him, him, and, uh, him and Red Rums were, were close too. And uh, he's part of the California Kennel, which was Red Rums crew. Red along Rums. With and you know, me and him, um, me and him never had a particular issue, <clears throat> but it's just one person. He was a show promoter for a long time, and some of my first, my first shows, you know, I did it with him. You know, he was the one that put me on the flyers and all that type of shit. You know, helped me make a little money and helped me, you know, get my little exposure. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a particular issue that um, it wasn't even really with me and him. It was the people that I was with, and somebody, somebody at that show, <clears throat> the people that I was with, happened to be on the on the blue side. And there was a little issue that I had to show over, over, over the sound or whatever the case might have been. And somebody that was there called him the C word and that turned into a whole little melee. And then outside it kind of looked like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think I took my shirt off and it took, it looked like I was trying to go and fade somebody, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I took my shirt, I actually got fucking liquor all over my shirt. Mm -hmm. And, um, but long, long story short, oh, I mean, actually I took my shirt off because the homie that I had with me, you know, cause my he was I was actually gonna let my my, my one of my people take the van. I, I had I had a van at the time. I was gonna let my people take the van, and um, the homie was gonna give me a ride to my girl's house. And this one had a brand new fucking brand new BMW, a seven uh, a seven forty five. Mm -hmm. And he told me you ain't gonna you ain't, you ain't gonna fucking get in my fucking car with a fucking with a body full of fucking alcohol. Like I ain't gonna have my car stinking. So I took my shirt off, and I think I think that was the I think that was the fucking um the when when the homie saw that shit. I think he took it as I was ready to go and fight. You know what I mean? But that, that was a misunderstanding. And the lack of communication made it to the point where, like, fucking, like, now we don't, we don't like each other no more. Like, I never disliked them, but we were in that situation where we're going to end up having, when we see each other, it's probably going to be a fight. And even that day, <clears throat> he was the only person that I was thinking, I know who he is, I know his get down. And I was wondering, like, how is he going, how is he going to be when, I, when he sees me? And I just keep it real, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you have to check people's temperature. Mm -hmm. Because even years later, people hold grudges. So when I seen him, same thing, I, I actually, I personally walked up to him and I said, Bill Blast, good to see you again, my brother. You know what I mean? And we embraced each other. And I just told us a long, it was been a long time. It's been a long time. You know, same thing I told Bosco. I mean, I wish we would have seen each other on the, on the better circumstances. You know what I mean? So we embraced each other and I, we, we cleared the air. I mean, we didn't talk about this. I mean, eventually the conversation would probably go about, but. Um, it's probably just water under the bridge, man. Y'all watching, it was probably OPS that didn't even mean nothing. Exactly. So maybe start to be beefing about some bullshit that don't make sense. Exactly. So I mean, maybe I mean sometimes you know so it just needs to be spoken of just to fucking you know just to, just to put the final nail in the coffin and just let that shit die. Mm -hmm. And he, numbers and he actually wants me to be part of his podcast. You know what I mean? So like you know he wants me to go ahead and you know do an interview with him, and I'm I'm, I'm all for it. We just gotta set it up. What's the name of his show again? I'm. A, you said the G Connection. The G Connection. You know he he did a he did a just recently he did one with uh Wack One Hundred. Mm -hmm. He did with um with Wack Wacko from uh from Westside Westside Pyro. He did one with Bandana. Another one with fucking Fig Newton. Shout out Fig Newton. 
Yeah, Fig oh, they- from from Lanes. Yeah, the one that be yeah. rapping. My bad, my bad, Doug. Um, right. yeah, I don't know what happened to my phone. There we go. Hey, Neil, he's locked up. Right? I think he's still like he, he might be locked up right now, but he. Should. But um, he he did a lot of interviews with a lot of with a lot of good people. Okay. So. He he's his his podcast is dope, and he did a whole fucking uh, he did a whole a whole segment. He did like a whole segment talking about um about Red Rum, mm-hmm. you know. And, a bunch of people coming in and you know you know sharing memories of, of red rum so that's 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 definitely a good um a good podcast to go check out yeah I'm and, a, wow. and then that you know as i'm saying about red rum <clears throat> the other dudes that i used to that I, when i said in that, in that song that i said you know that what if i'm the only mexican in the camp uh-huh. the dude that i started rapping with you know same thing we had a one particular member of the crew and I don't know if you can tell, but um, the crew was called Game Winners, and for the longest time, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't acknowledge them, you know. But um, they're the ones that really gave me the opportunity to come in, you know, rap with them. They put me on shows with them and shit like that. We opened up forty. Uh, we opened up with um, we opened up for um, who else? We opened up for we, for Squeak Roo. We yeah. did a lot. Squeak Roo hard as hell. You talking about Squeak and I actually went as far as getting a, I, ha- I had that shit on me right here. It was a GW, which is that stuff, it's still game winners. And for the longest time, I would never acknowledge <clears throat> them being like the actual, the catapult to get me to, you know, my startup and get me to fucking, you know, meeting and, and networking with different people. And um, it, it was a fight with one particular member from that, from that, from that crew that just led me to just pretty much dislike, now I'm not gonna say dislike everybody, but I just felt like they've been fucking with him longer. They ain't gonna fuck with me. And that same that same day that we had that, that that fight broke out, I ended up going to jail that same day. Because mm. um, I mean, it, it's what it, it, it is what it is now. But I um, um it, the fight broke out. I took off with my with my then girlfriend. I dropped her off. I was actually on my way back to him. And um, I was and I wasn't gonna go back to go fight him. It was just more of a we could have a conversation. Like we already, okay, we gave each other enough time to breathe. Mm-hmm. Now we can talk. And I actually stopped by and got a bottle of liquor to mm-hmm. go back conversation. But on the way there, <clears throat> I get I get pulled over by one time and one of my one of my relatives and shit had left his burner in, inside my inside my car. Oh, but the, the registered, it was inside the, the, the case. The only thing though, I didn't know that was against the law, but you have to have it locked. Mm-hmm. The case wasn't locked. So when they pulled me over, I'm out, you're on parole probation. I'm on probation. Okay, cool. Step out the vehicle. You're past curfew. You know, you're supposed to be in the, whether you're fucking 15 years old or 50 years old. Curfew's curfew. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they ran, they ran the shit. You know what I mean? They, they searched my car. They found the fucking case. They opened it up. As soon as they opened it up, they, you know what I mean? They just, you slid up. My cousin claimed, uh, my people, you know, they claimed the pistol. They didn't matter though. I violated the curfew. I still went to fuck. I still violated, you know, my probation. Oh, you know, man. I the pistol. Right. Okay. Yeah, I still had to go and sit down for about seven months. They they let the pistol charge go because they claimed it. You know, it, it, it was registered, and my people was actually security, so they had they had a license to carry that shit. Right. So but I still had to go sit down, but that whole time that I was gone, you know, I mean, there was no communication with them. I don't even think they knew that I was locked up. So the whole little time that I was gone, more and more, more and more fucking, you know, fucking separation was built between us. So that that day. When I seen him, one of them, you know, like I said, for the longest time, I would never acknowledge him. It wasn't because I was angry at them, but it was just because I just felt they didn't, I didn't have that, like, nah, like, they don't, they don't deserve that 
that that you know that salute for you know looking out for me. Mm, mm. But these, you know, one of them was Double Guns. You know, he did a lot. He did a lot of features with um. He's from Watts too. He's from Compton Avenue. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of features with you know with Dub C, and he was he was fucking with with uh, Crazy Tunes for a long time. Mm-hmm. The other dude, you know, he's from Compton, Compton Park. If I'm in from um, Cover Park, Compton. Mm-hmm. Another dude, he did a lot, a lot of production for a lot of fucking big, big, big artists and shit. And um, that day when I seen him, he was pulling up. They were pulling up, and I was right there out there fucking. So I'm still swinging my fucking bottle, and I seen him. And instead of fucking saying like, oh, look at this mother, it was more of a, hey, what's up, double guns? And he'll, oh, what's up, trash? I'm about to go park. They get out the car. I haven't seen these dudes in about fucking, the last time I seen them with my homie Scarecrow from Pocket Hood had died in a car accident, but that day we didn't have a chance to conversate. Mm-hmm. All together, it's been like close to 10 years since we we last talked. So when I seen him and we talked, we talked a little bit and he told me, man, you stop fucking with us. I'm like, nah, y'all stop fucking with me. And we actually had that conversation. I told him, you know, that day I went to jail. Like, I went to jail that fucking night. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, I went to jail that night. I had to go sit down for a couple months. You know what I mean? And then after that, you know, we exchanged numbers and all that type of shit. And I, I honestly, before I went inside and I took a last look at the bottle, and man, I, this is Red Run's funeral. There's no way that I'm not going to think about Red Run. And that first thing that came to mind, you know, one of the things that came to mind before I went inside was like, even in heaven, this motherfucker's still looking out for me like a brother. Because he, I, I, I literally squashed three issues that day over him three issues hey let me ask you that with that being said right yeah do you do you because uh, it's a lot of shit that you didn't obviously been through bro that, that yeah. actually sound like it need to be on the album yeah do you have any dedication song to Red Run on the album can i take a quick little go ahead go ahead mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. <clears throat> But do you do you have any songs dedicated to Red Rum on the album, or did was the album completed already? The album was completed already. Okay. And the album was completed already. I already had you know had his blessing. But um, now you know now since I'm uh, because at first I was thinking about maybe just printing that shit out and putting it up for sale, and if you want to buy it, you'll buy it. If you don't want to buy it, fuck you. Type shit. Uh And once I was able to get get the credentials and then get the ASCAP back running. And I put the first single on the, on Apple music. Uh-huh. Now, now, now it's illegal. It's a legal thing. Right. So I, I can't, I can't go ahead and, um, I can't go ahead and just put, you know, put him out without having, you know, his, you know, his people's consent. Right. And I actually got to get his ASCAP information, you know what I mean? And just to make sure that he gets paid properly. Cause I, I ain't going to do that to him. You know, I can't, I can't, it's more and more, Morally, morally incorrect and just completely incorrect, you know, fucked up for me to do something without, you know, his people's blessing, whether it has to be his brother Leek or his kids or his mom, you know, whoever, you know, somebody just has to give me the okay. And once I get the okay, I gotta, I, I gotta have that, um, you know, I gotta have that legal documentation of the profit, you know, the pot, the, the profit sharing, you know what I mean? Cause I, I refuse to do that shit to my brother. You know what I mean? I refuse to get over on him. Right. You know what I mean? Um, they just put that album out, and I I really don't know if that was the actual. I don't know if you guys can check that out. If you haven't if you haven't checked it out, I'll send you the link. See what is it? It's called Rum and Rum and the Wrong Kind Ingles. Oh, that's on my... the, uh, wrong kind. Uh, you talking about uh, um, uh, uh, Ingles W K A Rich Rich uh, Mitchy Slick. With Mitchy Slick people, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And. And, and, and I mean, they they have rum in the front cover, 
But in reality, that um, the album was a good album. But in, the, in reality, I mean, I'm gonna just keep it real. That that, that album wasn't a rare Rum album. It was pretty much it was pretty much a compilation type shit. But was it was the cover just like a dedication to Rare Rum? Now in the cover, it was just it was at his actual face. Send me and the it, link so I can listen to it. I want to hear it. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's just a reminder of how dope fucking Rare Rum was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, reminder of how fucking how you know how dope he was. How dope he's always gonna be. Right. I, honestly, God, like, I, I got a memory issue. You know, I mean, I, I forget a lot of shit quick, uh-huh. and some of the hardest shit I ever fucking spit, I forget them. So I be having to still fucking still write shit down. Uh-huh. You know, and I try to sit there. You know, one particular night I was here by myself. I, I, I stayed by myself, uh-huh. and um, I'm sitting down and I'm trying to write this shit down. And I couldn't do it. You know, what I mean, I couldn't do it without getting emotional or getting a writer's block. And I be driving this shit. And then all of a sudden, a whole verse comes to my mind, and I don't get a chance to write it down. So, you gotta say it. In it's the not. Voice. It's not easy. You know what I mean? When you can say so much about somebody, say it in the voice. Say it again. Say it in the voice recorder. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that shit. To be honest, because I, I, I honestly, guy like Ray Ray Rum. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I said before, there's people out there talking about him. Like they really fuck with rare rum, but let's keep it honest with you, motherfuckers didn't fuck with rare rum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the the final his final days of life. He's speaking about a only, specific. He's speaking about a specific person, though, right? Person, nine nine people. Okay, got There's it. motherfuckers out there too. I ain't gonna lie. Like besides besides that particular person, mm-hmm. there's a couple other motherfuckers out there that fucking making you know you know bringing them up in certain interviews and shit like certain shit that I've seen, mm-hmm. making this they were closer to him or. Or they really had this bond and shit like that. Like, motherfucker, I was always around. I was around for a long fucking time before I had my child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I never seen you around. Mm. You know what I mean? It's easy to say that now because now he can't. You can't be exposed. But I know the real. You know what I mean? Like the the ones that was around, like the final the this final few weeks and months of life. We know the real. Right, right, right. So the the shit that really pisses me off, and I'm like I said, I'm not gonna say that fucking clown's name. But what really what really pissed me off. It's a simple fact that people try to make it seem like he wasn't fucking with certain people because he wasn't because of you know anything that happened between that person and them. Brad Run wasn't that kind of person. Brad Run wasn't kind of like Brad Run will be the person that will tell you like, oh you and homie got you and homie got an issue. All right, cool, y'all need to settle it. You know what I mean? Like we gonna we gonna set that up. Brad Run is not gonna be the one like you know what trash I ain't fucking with bro because bro ain't fucking with you. Like not nah, if you guys if y'all really got that issue, blood, I'm pyro. I'm gonna set that shit up. Y'all gonna y'all gonna fade, and after that, y'all gonna shake hands, or y'all gonna have to fade me. Look, I'm pyro. That's rare room. Mm-hmm. That's rare room. So you saying? <laughs> you said, uh, bro. I was gonna like, say his name, but I don't. I don't know the. You know, I might say the wrong name. You know more who you talk about than me. But yeah. what I'm saying is, you saying basically what he said. He's just putting. Look, that, I'm gonna say fuck him. <laughs> you can take it out if you want. No, nah, you know how we do is what it is. We gonna say that we gonna say that name in one time only because that fucking name tastes like dirt in my fucking mouth. So he said Snoopy badass basically like fucking saying the word Jesus Christ. It's fucking dirt. Fuck that person, fuck him and his mama, fucking with what he stands for. All right, all right. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna keep it real. Motherfucker, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. Mm-hmm. If a motherfucker got something to say about Red Rum, making my homie look bad, bitch, you got a problem with me. Simple right. as that, my life. I ain't going to oh, on the gang, on the hood. I'm, nah, that's not my daughter. That's not my daughter. 
But now nah, we, we ain't gonna get you right up, man. Let me. I'm <laughs> tragedy. Eastside Torrance, Ninth Third Infantry Music. I'm not hard to find. Yeah, let me hold on. Yeah, we don't. Right. We don't. That shit. Either I mean, I'm I'm good for. I'm I got, I got these fucking hands. I'm good with these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But we can play it out whatever fucking way the motherfucker wants to do shit. Keep red rum out of your fucking mouth. Simple right. as that. Like keep me, your fucking mouth. You know what I mean? Let me ask you. I got to light that up a bit, man, because I know how you feel. We don't want it to get too Bro. far, you know. I know how you feel. <laughs> anything I say, I can back it up. Anything I say, if I if I have the fucking boss to say it on the fucking internet, I got I got the boss to fucking say that to me, you know, in a, in a hand, you know, face-to-face confrontation. Respect, respect, respect. It's a simple fact that my homie's not here anymore, and I'm not the only person that feels that way. Mm-hmm. You know, that feel that way. And let them fucking, you know, uh, let them, you know, Voice express their own opinion. Mm-hmm. They're going to do what they want to do, whatever way they want to do it. But me personally, well, I'm, I'm going to play fire with fire. Everything he does is a fucking, it's a fucking gimmick, an internet gimmick. This is not a gimmick. This is reality. It's two homies, you know, having a conversation. It's not even a podcast, us having a conversation. Uh-huh. Motherfucker wants to make, it's making my homie look bad now that he's gone. And anybody that anybody that knows Red Run knows that every single fucking word that came out of that fucking man's mouth is a fucking lie. That's what really gets me. Like, I'm not trying to get all passionate and shit about it, mm-hmm. but it's it's reality. Everything that fucking man said about my fucking homeboy, how he stopped fucking with him, but the homies, because they were they weren't fucking with him. Nah, that's a that's a motherfucking lie. Mm-hmm. Been the one where you like, y'all motherfucker need to hash that shit out. You know what I mean? He would have been the one that would have been like, hey, I'll get the right people to, you know, move. You know, y'all have that, that that fucking dialect and that faith. Red, Red Rum never fucking been like, oh, I ain't fucking them because they ain't fucking with you, blood. Never. That's not Red Rum's get down. Red Rum was about peace. Right. You know, Red Rum, I love. You know, Red Rum was about unity. Mm-hmm. The crypt unity, the black and brown unity. That's why he kept me with him. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, that's the reason why his fucking, his, his casket was red and blue. Right, exactly. That shows it all. Unity, the Black Panther. That that's that, that was unity. That was love. Yeah. Reason why so so many dudes was up there comfortable wearing their blue rags around their necks. There was there was a lot of crips up there. Mm-hmm. There was dudes with fucking blue chucks, blue Cortezes, fucking blue khaki suits, blue fucking blue bandana. You know you know the, what the blue bandana represents just as well as the red rag. And it was all love. It was all love. Right. There was up there that did not like each other they had different sets that could have easily had a fucking a fucking crazy ass fucking grand theft auto shootout but it didn't go that way it went how it was supposed no, to go respawn we don't fucking respawn nothing right it happened so for somebody like that to actually sit there and lie on my homie talking about yeah yeah people didn't know red rum like i need red rum red rum wasn't fucking with the homies because they're like nah blood they did that shit too fuck you like, nigga, fuck you and fuck what you stand for. You know, because I know some real Hollywoods. I know some real motherfucking Hollywoods. And I, get, I, I ain't speaking for them. I'm not speaking for them. But I know for a fucking fact they ain't with that fucking clown shit at all whatsoever. Because that's what it is. That's, that's it's fucking clown shit. And it's fucking blasphemy when you're speaking about somebody like Rare Run. That what he was, he was living when he was preaching. All this shit that he was fucking talking about, unity, 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 unity. He was living it. And even to his final days. I guarantee you when he was fucking making his preparation for his funeral, because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure his family didn't fucking all oh, think I think Rum would have liked this. Nah, Red Rum gave the word about how he wanted to go out. Mm-hmm. And he he's the one that chose 
to go with the blue, the, the blue and red, the red cast. That shows you everything. And mm. he was put a blue bandana on his casket when his most of his upbringing, he was against the blue rag. Mm. It, his people were against the fucking blue. And on his way, on his exit, you know, on his um, before he before his transition, he decided to just, you know, really fucking show you that look, I'm really, I was really down with this fucking unity shit. And I'm gonna take it with me to my grave. That goes to show you who Red Run really was. So for a clown like that to fucking say that, oh, he wasn't fucking, especially with P-Funks, especially on some Pyro business, he stopped fucking with Pyro's because of what they did to him. That goes to show you how much of a fucking lying piece of shit the motherfucker is. Mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna, this the, for the one and only time on anybody's platform that I'm gonna address that shit. But God damn it, if the motherfucker comes out of hiding one day and we see each other, you know, everybody shout out the fucking Delamo Fashion Center. You know what I mean? Eastside Torrance is right there off of Western Avenue. Mm-hmm. Nothing to get on, the, get on the internet like he does and say, all oh, that fucking bitch-ass fucking idiot tragedy that was talking shit about me on motherfucking, on motherfucking um, the Peace and Love podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm right motherfucker. I'll, I'll get there so fucking fast. I live in San Pedro. San Pedro from to the Lama Fashion Center. It's only about a five, like a, like a 10 mile, 10 mile drive. Mm-hmm. On track. If I'm in the neighborhood, it's only about a three mile ride. Right. So, so we, we just gonna leave it as that. Yeah, we but we don't we don't want it to spew off and you know we don't want no violence or nothing. Nah, nah, nah. Let, let me lighten up the mood real quick, bro. Real yeah, keep quick. out of your motherfucking mouth. That goes to anybody and everybody. Keep fucking rare rum out of your fucking mouth. If you ain't got nothing positive to say about the man, don't fucking talk about it. Or I, I, I give a motherfucking my address quick and we meet up, we'll fucking tangle. Let me ask you this. Cause your album is coming out, right? And your album got eight tracks on it. You said yeah. you got you got uh one feature, possibly two. Right, actually, three actually, three. Okay, so you got three features. Where? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, hold on, because uh, I, I got, I got, I got Fudge Deuce. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got single. I got my home, my homie, fucking um, Boy Rue. That's two. On the second single. I got Red Rum on the East Side West Side track. Three. And I got, I got my home girl Nina Beretta, uh, Vision Complex on the hook. So it's it's really four people. You got four singles, so you got four yeah. features on there. Four features. <laughs> where did where did did you come up with the title for the album? I mean, it's low key, self explanatory, late night thugging, but um, the midnight masquerade thing is because me personally, I I love the night. Mm. If you ever you ever heard that song "Lose Control" by Laura Branigan, all oh, that night is my world. You know what I mean? The night is my world, and um. I, I love I love the power of the night. I love the power of the full moon because I'm 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 kind of a fucking star child type shit. Mm-hmm. And um, fucking Bosco, I mean, if he sees this, he's probably gonna clown me for saying that shit. He's always fucking calling people star boys and shit. He's probably gonna clown me in the third degree. <laughs> I never said that shit, but hey, fuck it. Like I'm 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 all about you know I'm all about the galaxy and shit about the universe. Right. So that's late night thugging. You know what I mean? And. Um, I, I call it late night thugging because if you get up right now and go and fucking uh go go buy some milk, you you are you thugging because you, you, there's by the time you leave your house to you get to the liquor store and come back, so much shit can happen to you. You get into a car accident, you could get ruffled up by the police, you can fucking get into a fight, you can God forbid you could get into some sort of fucking altercation that might fuck your life up or fuck somebody else's life up. True. That's thugging. You thugging, period. Mm. That that's Night thugging this, you know what I mean? It's, it could be daytime thugging too. 
Because, I mean, you get on that fucking 405 freeway with two hours of sleep, you know, you could cause a fucking 10 car pileup and kill fucking 10 people. Mm. So you got that thugging. But, you know, nighttime really is thugging shit, you know, because you're, you're, risk, you're risking it all. You get hungry right now, go to fucking McDonald's and shit, and the motherfucker behind you is mad at you because you're taking too fucking long and trying to decide if you want a cherry, I mean, a, a, a fucking Big Mac or a fucking McDouble. You know what I mean? A motherfucker might get out the car and start a fight. You're thugging. You're out, you're out there. You're risking it. That's that's the difference. That's what I mean by late night thugging. Mm. Not necessarily that I'm out there night at nighttime out there trying to find some enemies to shoot them. No, that's thugging to me personally. Understood. So, so what do you want people to get from this album? Like what what is it that what message are you trying to deliver? Before before we get into that, you know, because it's called it's called late night thugging volume one, mm-hmm. and it's called midnight masquerade. Mm-hmm. The reason behind Midnight Masquerade, and my sister just clowned me recently because it's an actual Disney movie called Midnight Masquerade. Okay. Yeah, but um, I don't encourage people to watch that. I would encourage people to listen to my album once it comes out. But uh, the, the, the Midnight Masquerade, <coughs> the reason why I, I decided to go with the Midnight Masquerade thing, the theme, and when I and I and honestly, when all this shit is over, if I could give put some real money together and have an actual release, I would release party. I want everybody to be wearing a fucking masquerade mask type shit. You know what I mean? Okay. And it's fucking coronas. So if you don't like coronas, you're not welcome. And uh the midnight masquerade thing comes about when you out with the homies and shit, and you know it's some it's some shit that could go down. You go to the club and you already know we're too deep, the colors are too bright. We're too in, we're too fucking um we're too in sync, like we all looking like we all, we obviously look like we in the we in the gang because we all got the same tattoos and you know what I mean and you might fucking be ready for whatever but at the same time you're hoping that it don't go down and when it does go down you hope you could get out of this shit alive or without going to jail mm-hmm. so that's to me a mill you know that's the reason why I'm gonna let midnight the midnight masquerade because we wear a mask while we do that shit. Mm, I get you. I hear what you're saying. I'm talking about a fucking a fight, and I'm okay. I'm down to throw these fucking hands, but at the same time, I'm with this motherfucker. Better not pull a motherfucking burner out. He better not pull a fucking knife out. But at the same time, though, it's like fuck him. You know, I gotta keep that game mask on. Mm. Like, on. That's a mask, you know. So that that's the mask. That's the masquerade. So that that's the whole reason behind uh, you know, behind the late late night late night thug and the midnight masquerade. You know what I mean? Now the second question is, what's the message out of that you want the people to get from the from the album? Honestly, the message really is just being true to yourself because um, this this record could either be considered this motherfucker still wants the critics get a hold of it, whether it's some internet bloggers or it's some actual fucking Rolling Stone bloggers or whatever. They can either look at it and say. Oh, this guy tragedy boss is still using the same elements from 1999. You know what I mean? He's obviously, obviously fucking influenced by Tupac Shakur. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They gonna look at that. But me personally, I'm staying true to my roots because I could easily, I got, I got hella beats on my fucking laptop right now that different producers gave me that sound like the shit that King Von is on. That sound like the shit that fucking uh, uh, Shai, Pooh Shiesty and all the foods rap on. Uh-huh. Those beats, but I skipped them. I, I like the sound that sounds like a jail, you know, the G Funk sound. And my my whole thing is from fucking the song to my daughter, which is called Bright you know, Dark and Bright Darkness, to that song Coasting, but you know, that I that I you know rapped about earlier, that I rapped earlier, to the song that I did with Red Rum. Because even Red Rum and that song, that song, that's why I really want to put that shit out. Because he said, I wish me and my enemies were friends again. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And um, 
all, all, all those fucking songs might sound fucking, and when you hear them, if, if you're not listening right, it might sound like some regular ass fucking old school fucking gangbang shit. But are you actually paying attention? You hear what the fuck I'm saying. You hear the fucking pain and you hear the struggle and you hear the fucking how survival and how you survival and the and just knowing that I'm blessed to be here. Hmm. That, I started off, I started off with fucking um, I started off with the song with the tra- title track, Late Night Thugging, and ended it off with my with the song for my daughter. Because I just felt it went perfect and went from the craziness to the the humbleness and the 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 vulner- the vulnerability. And that just the fucking, like, I'm tired of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so but the end of the day, it's like you're showing growth from track one all the way to eight. From track all the way to eight. And the thing is that it, it once I get the, uh, once I get the okay from, uh, from a homie little sketch, mm-hmm. you know, if you put that song out of my album or we, you know, we use it for both his album and my album, you know, it might, it might end up being a 10 track album, you know, and also cause that, I don't know if you got a chance to see that video that I did with, with me and, uh, me and Bandana and Swift and um, the homie Measy. That one, man, Measy, that one was the one y'all put out maybe like a month ago? Or Probably a little long. A little two, the, two and a half months, three? With the Lolos and shit? Yep. Uh huh. It was it, what is it? Was that the sample with the sample? Yeah, with that uh, More Bounce. Yeah. So, uh-huh. That was gonna be kind of hard and shit. So, yep. you know, yeah, you, you gotta clear that motherfucker up with Sapp and Roger. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And their money is better than our money, so <coughs> so ain't no telling. But if I if I get the, get the okay, mm-hmm. and I find find a loophole to get a, get around, mm-hmm. you know, get around and be able to use that shit. Okay, that's going on. Uh, that's going to be a ten track album. But for now, it's eight. Got you. So look real quick, bro. Before we close out, man, can you tell the people once again when the album is coming out, where they can find it, and and can you leave a positive message for the youth for me? All right, for sure, for sure. Look. <coughs> I'm gonna say it like this. I'm tragedy, tragedy the boss. Mm-hmm. I'm coming from Orange, California. The message that I'm that I'm leave with the youth and the, all the other dudes, the, the the young, the, you know, the youngsters coming up right now is be you. If you're not about this thug life, about this gangster life, motherfucker, there's nothing wrong with not being a gangster. Mm, right on. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes not being a gangster is more gangster. Mm. If you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's my message. Mm. Don't fucking be a follower, be a leader. Mm. You heard a furious style said that shit to fucking Trey and motherfucking boys in the hood. He was joking. <laughs> we'll right. never go to the Trey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And tell the people when the album coming and where can they find it at? The album, if everything goes as planned this time, it'll be out late January, early February. Oh, wait, we can't say if. We can't. We're going to say that it is going to go. <laughs> Fuck it. I mean, the, 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 the universe aligned that for me at the moment. Uh-huh. So we're going to say in February, in February, the album's going to be dropping. If everything, if everything, if this is, I really have to say if, if it goes correct, we definitely going to have Rare Rum on that shit. Right. You know what I mean? I, that's what I'm praying for. That's what I'm hoping for. You know, I got to get that shit clear. I got to do the legal way so my homie gets paid because people get paid. Right. Uh, so the album, the, the first single was out, what you rap about featuring my homie Fudge Deuce. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's on motherfucking um, on Apple Music right now. It's a lot of people checking up on that shit right now. I know a lot of it's my people and his people and word of mouth. I appreciate everybody that's checked it out. You checked it out, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. So that's the first single. And we, we know we're keeping gangster rap alive. Right. So that. The, right. The, 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 my, maybe might be a little different 
or nothing, nothing that you haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, I ain't, I ain't rapping about fucking platinum chains and motherfucking Burberry shoes and motherfucking Gucci <laughs> because I don't own that shit. Right, right. Fuck, I'm still reality. I'm still rocking khakis and chucks. Uh-huh. So we don't going to keep it authentic. It might be, like I said, it might be a sound you heard before, but goddamn it, it's authentic. Man, it's not new under the sun. Man, if it's hot, it's hot. I'm going to listen to it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, tell the yeah. people, tell the people where to follow you at, too. Oh, yo, oh, dang. What happened? Hello? 